One of the truest and most amazing things about this journey is the incredible conversations and insights I get to experience from these people who accept my invitation to sit down and share their story and time. Most often, these people are genuinely new to my circle, and these recordings are often the first interactions we get to have with each other. But on some instances, some of these amazing guests are people whose work I've been a fan of for a really long time. And it's a pretty awesome treat when they say yes to be on the program. As a wildly inspired photographer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, Christopher Durst has had an incredible impact on me over the years. Through what I can only describe as a sense of purpose and drive, Christopher's message and overall body of work expresses a perspective that has always resonated with me. On this episode, I'm honored to touch base with him about a formidable journey he and his associate, Will Lacanto, are about to embark on. In short, 10 years, start with $50 each, get to $500 million. Simple enough, right? Surely not. And it's this kind of audacity, long-term vision, and commitment that I wanted to tap into, since we can all agree that accomplishing such a feat takes a special kind of mindset. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 63, with Christopher Durst. Here we go. Really, what I really want to connect over is, again, just like I said, you know, it's, it's, no, it's no big deal, again, because, again, what the, the post that you put out uh, recently regarding your, your, uh, your you know, your, your venture uh, to 500 million, because it is a huge number, and again, the way you put it out was so genuine and so powerful, and I'm just like, you know what, as much of a crazy idea as it is, it is, it speaks to a genuine sense of, you know, I say crazy, but really, quote unquote, and I really mean dedicated, because if you're willing to put 10 years of your life down the road into, you know what, this journey that, you know, people can actually be inspired from, okay, I'm willing to put 10 years of my life into this, because I believe in it so much. And that speaks to a commitment and a genuine sense of purpose that, you know, really resonated with me. And that's what I wanted to touch on. But I'm burying the lead. How are you, man? <laughs> man, I'm good. And, and um, yeah, the journey to 500 million is, it's interesting how it came about. And uh, we're definitely excited to, you know, to get on the way. I mean, we, we already are, but, you know, we're still kind of in the process of setting everything up. So it's, it's been interesting, man. It's been a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun because um, because the Thinking Girl Rich has definitely been you know a classic because everybody wants to get on that trek of the mindset of you know okay you know personal finance get your life into order but it's so much more than that it's basically taking control of your life and I really want to want to know where did the where did the seed start from because I'm really want to understand where did that spark come from because it it didn't just come out of nowhere yeah you know I think a lot of it man is the way that we grew up. Um, you know, I'm the oldest of, of four boys and, uh, now crazy men have gone in different directions and we have all kind of grown up, uh, being very charitable and, okay. uh, though we're all very different people and go in different directions, that's kind of the common thread with all of us. I mean, we've, we've all kind of engaged with different charitable organizations and, uh, we've just been trying to give our whole lives. I mean, really it's the best way to put it. So the journey to 500 million kind of came about when we were involved in another venture and um, the people we were working with just weren't quite as motivated and driven as we were. Mm -hmm. So we kind of, both my partner and I were separately and, and kind of privately were looking around for different things to do to kind of transition out of, what we wanted, not realizing that the other actually wanted to get out as well. Mm-hmm. And so as everything kind of uh, progressed, we we eventually just kind of came back and had a meeting and both said we just, neither of us were happy with what we were doing and, and how it was going about. And instead of us kind of going our separate ways, we actually really enjoyed working with each other. And uh, as it so happens, we um, both happened to have just, read the book think and grow rich and we're both very familiar with the secret and so all of this just kind of came together and we decided that um, we wanted more for our lives and we wanted more for our families and our friends and so kind of in a joking way i just kind of said you know we we should just go for 500 million dollars you know and let's let's do a journey and Will jokingly said, yeah, the journey to $500 million. And I was like, that's it. And it's literally kind of how it came about. And it's just been growing ever since. 
it's got to come from a very, very particular place. And I really enjoy the fact that you touched on that because that's a common thread, as you said, that touches a lot of us and that resonates with a lot of us. The fear or basically, first of all, admitting you're at a point where you're dissatisfied. And I wonder if you could speak on that in terms of the fear of just like, you know, breaking away from this routine, this pattern that is just, you know, for lack of a better word, really draining you. And I wonder if that's what you were feeling and, you know, how we can inspire and encourage people to actually, you know, acknowledge how they're feeling. Well, see, and now you just touched on the other big part of, of what we're doing is because a lot of people have been positioned to, you know, grow up, go to school, meet someone, fall in love, you know, buy a house together, get your corporate job, and that's it. And that's how life is supposed to be. And we didn't grow up like that. And um, not only did we not grow up like that, but we were put in a position where we had to fend for ourselves and it was really like survival. So we went out and accomplished things at a very young age mm-hmm. that uh, really taught us that we could do absolutely anything in life that we wanted to do. And so as we got older, we, we became very daring and very ambitious and driven and motivated. And there was no fear in us because it's just how our life had always been. So part mm-hmm. of the journey to 500 million is, not only to accumulate that level of wealth where we could use the platform to help people, but, mm-hmm. you know, financially, but to really show people that you really can do anything you want as long as you decide um, what you want to do. You put a plan together, you go after it, and uh, you you do it with complete determination and desire. And I think that when a lot of people hear that, they're like, yeah, okay, you know, but for us to document this over the next 10 years, you know, a lot of friends will say, well, what happens if you only make it to 250 million? I said, well, we've won. We've still shown people that you can do anything in life that you want to do. We don't see that as a failure. We see that as a success. And to help people understand what it takes to accomplish something on that level, we believe is going to help a lot of people overcome any fear they might have and decide, well, you know, you really can do what you want to in life. And, you know, maybe I can step out of my comfort zone and, and pursue things I've always wanted to in my life and just have it. I'm really happy you mentioned that because, again, with what I can only imagine is a comment you've gotten often, which is like, well, it's like, you know, first of all, 500 million is like kind of a, you know, that's kind of shooting for the moon. But, you know, like you said, if you only, you know, if you reach for the sky, that's still something that you hit. It's your, your like, you know, something one is always better than zero. And yeah. isn't that always, you know, the, the, the common, uh, the, the common, I'm not going to say mistake, but the common pattern people f- always fall into in terms of, Rather than just complaining about it, you know, might as well start. And I'm wondering if, like, you know, that's that's a that's a that's a roadblock that a lot of people hit mentally or emotionally. I think so. I, I think a lot of people don't know where to start. They, they don't know how to chase their dreams because they've never been taught to chase their dreams. They've been taught to study and get a job. I mean, that that is literally the American way, you know. Mm-hmm. Other than the few who have had big dreams and decided I want more than this. And and they are the ones that you read about uh, not only in history, but in today's media. I mean, they are the ones that have decided that I absolutely want more out of life and and I'm going to go for it. And I think that if, if people can just see that process, you know, they, they will learn from it. And, you know, we're not setting out to really like try to inspire people. We just kind of have a feeling that, uh, it just will naturally happen, you know, and we're making ourselves available for anybody to reach out to us. And that's already happened. But, you know, when you mentioned the post, I don't know if you read some of the comments, but, mm-hmm. you know, there were our friends that know us and they were just like, oh, you guys got this. Go for it. You know, how daring of you, you know, and then there are people that are acquaintances that don't really know us, but but, you know, just do through social media mm-hmm. and they're programmed to you know, project pessimism. And, and, and we didn't take offense to it because we realized that's just how it is. And so a lot of people were like, well, then you've got to make $162,000 a day for you to accomplish that goal. You know, you, you better start working now, which we thought was really funny. Um, and it's 
to them, it's like so robotic. Like if you don't make $162,000 today, you're never going to accomplish your goal. And it's bigger than that. You know, it's, it's, it's always about, it's always about, I never understand um, because I've been doing a lot of work on myself. And again, you understand, first of all, human dynamics and you understand human psyche and you understand the reaction to change. And I believe, you know, this is just my personal sentiment. I'm not a shrink. I'm not a sociologist, but People will always be people, and there's always that common reaction because it's out of the norm or it's something that you yourself may be thinking that you might never try. It definitely labels it as impossible, and you just want to shut that down because it's too out of the yeah. norm for you. That's the resistance to change, and that's what I'm what that's what I'm hearing from you know what you've gotten so far. You know, yeah, uh, it's absolutely true, and you know, there are some things in life that have happened with us, like. You know, some people realize and and others don't that, you know, I had a dream one night that I wanted to work with a specific artist. And at the time, I was not pursuing photography full time. And I decided that uh, or I had been thinking about it over the last couple of weeks that I really wanted to do that. And I had this dream, which to me was an epiphany. And I woke up in the morning and I told my then wife, I said, we're packing up and we're moving to Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. And she thought I was absolutely crazy. And I said, no, I'm, I'm serious. I had a dream. I know what I want to do. And um, her knowing me, she just said, okay, you know, here we go. I, I don't know what this is, but I know that he'll do it because she had seen me do things before. And so we moved to Austin, Texas uh, months later. And for the next year and a half of my life, I pursued this artist in a very you know, a uh, methodical way. And I took my time and uh, my friends thought I was crazy. I had no connection to this artist or his family at all. And uh, a long story short, uh, a year and a half later, I became um, Willie Nelson's photographer. And so, oh, man, um, you know, that, that was really kind of a defining moment for me because, you know, I already knew that I could do it if, if, if I put my mind to it, and that's decided what I wanted to do. But that was kind of one of those moments where I even reassured myself. I was like, wow, I really can. I, if, if, if I want to do it and I put my mind to it, I really can. I can manifest this. I can make it happen. But it takes action. And that's okay. where I think a lot of people fail is that, oh, wow, you know, I want to do this and, and I'm going to do this. But they fail because they really don't believe that they truly can and so they try to psych themselves up, but faith is a huge part of, you know, chasing your dreams and accomplishing them. And as long as you have the desire and you have the faith and you believe in yourself and you actually put a plan together, you really can do anything in life that you want to do. I mean, it's, it is true. Uh, it's not, it's not fantasy. You know, again, like you said a minute ago, a lot of people hear that and they're just like, yeah, yeah, it sounds great and all, but. You know, it's not really possible. You go from just moving to a year and a half to being Willie Nelson's photographer. That is a huge leap, but that speaks to a testament of, first of all, as you mentioned, commitment, dedication, visualization, and faith in yourself. And, you know, that it's it's little nuggets of persistence because it's not going to happen over time. It's not going to happen, yeah. like, you know, just in a snap, but you do have to remain, you know, persistent, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah you, you absolutely do. And, there were times along the way I was like, okay, you know, this is taking longer than I thought, but I always knew it was going to happen. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. you just don't know when or when that particular moment, you, you got to keep your eyes open and, and you've got to be ready to, you know, receive the opportunity. And, you know, I'll be totally honest, the opportunity came in a way that I totally wasn't expecting. You know, I was trying to go through the front door and, mm -hmm. You know, a year and a half later, it was kind of a back route that uh, ended up giving me, you know, a direct access to, to the family. And, and so you just never know where the opportunity is going to come from, but you always have to be open to receive it. You just have to keep going. How was it when, how was it meeting Willie Nelson for the first time? It's cool. I mean, he, um, he's like Yoda, you know, he's a master Jedi. And there's some wisdom and knowledge there. And when you're in his presence, you just, he's almost like a cartoon character. He's a, you know, he's just an amazing spirit. 
you know, truly is. And having the opportunity to work with him and the family, um, you know, during that period of time mm -hmm. really opened up the doors for me. And I just ended up working with artists. I just never even anticipated, you know, it, it just kind of blew up and went crazy. And so I've always had a very special place in my heart for Willie and the family. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a great opportunity. I've always been very grateful for it. See, that's the thing. Um, I read, I read, um, this, uh, this passage, um, I forget somewhere, I'm probably paraphrasing, but you talked about a lot about preparation and being able to receive the opportunity, however it may come. And I, it speaks to this passage. And again, I'm paraphrasing, but it says, like, if you can't appreciate 40 bucks, you're not going to be, the universe is not going to reward you with 40,000. So, you know, you have to be willing to accept those little incremental moments, like appreciate every moment. And I, I'm guessing that's what I heard from your journey. Like, okay, yes, we're moving to Austin. Yes, it could be totally be a shot in the dark, but at least we're going to commit to this. And you yeah, were ready absolutely. for the opportunity. And I think that's something a lot of people don't, the gratitude is something that's often missing from people's formula. I'm not sure that's something you've experienced. No, absolutely. And I was just getting ready to say, you have to have gratitude. You have to wake up every day and be grateful and, um, you have to be happy. You have to be positive. And everyone goes through things in life that, that bring you down and you have to fight through them and you have to know that, you know, you have purpose in life and you, you might not always understand the path that you're on. Um, but you know, at some point you arrive to the destination and having gratitude and being happy and being positive feeds that. You know, it, it absolutely do. If you wake up and you're negative every day and this is never going to work, you're you're absolutely right. It's never going to work um, because that is what you're, you know, feeding your subconscious. And, um, yeah, you know, again, I'm just kind of sitting back and reflecting on that particular journey. And it was a lot of fun. And, and that's what I've always told people is like you have to have fun with what you're doing. You know, take every day step by step day by day and just have a lot of fun with it have a good time and and be positive and don't always do things with an expectation of a return go out and help people and okay that's a big one okay available. yeah absolutely make yourself available be willing to give with no expectation of return because the way the universe works is if you're positive and you give it just comes back to you you know and so even my business partner now and my brothers, that's just how we've always been. You know, just recently I made a post and said, hey, if anybody needs any help growing or scaling your business, you know, reach out to me. Let me know. And those are very sincere gestures on my part. I mean, I really mean that. I recognize that people need help and we never had anybody to help us growing up. We literally had to do everything ourselves. We had to figure out everything ourselves. So uh -huh. to be in a position now where... I can offer some sort of assistance, <clears throat> no matter how small it might be. Mm -hmm. I love doing that. And I feel that the, uh, the universe truly re rewards me for that. It's all about being on a path of service, not just on a path of expectation. That's right. That's absolutely right. Because I hear that a lot um, because there's, there's something to be said because you always have to know where you are and what's the best that you can bring to yourself because you are on your own journey to grow. But never look, set aside the fact that you're not doing this alone and we're all in this together. And some people might need help. They might not be on the same journey as you, but just reaching out can bring you that much more sense of satisfaction and you know just sense of fulfillment. And that's something that people need to put into into account because you can't just be narrow minded and focused on, you know, your own expectations. But that's 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 pretty powerful. That's really powerful for you guys to set on this journey. And basic um because you know, ten years is a long time. How do you set a plan for that long, Christopher? I mean, I think luckily for us that there is some experience there and and uh for us it's a little bit of reverse engineering, you know. Mm -hmm. With any plan, you've got to sit down and you've got to forecast whether it's a a one-year plan, a three-year plan, or a five-year plan. In this case, it happens to be a 10-year plan. So we kind of, you know, thought about our starting point and what the mm -hmm. end game is, and we kind of uh, reverse engineered the whole thing. We went from 10 years to seven years to five years to three years, a year, 
and then literally broke everything. Oh, that down. detail. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Then broke everything down by quarter and then by month. So we literally know every day when we wake up where we need to be, what we need to be doing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, what it takes to accomplish the goals uh, that we've set for ourselves. And, um, you know, there's never a day that we wake up where there's not something to do, you know, to, to, to pursue something that ambitious, you've got to be willing to work for it. And, you know, we were practical. We knew that it was going to, you know, we had to explain to a lot of our friends, we're like, look, we set a $500 million goal over a 10 year period but we have found many examples of people starting with nothing and in a 10 year period accomplishing more than a billion dollars. Okay. So we've set our goal at half of the examples that we have found. Uh, in fact, there is a guy named Nate Paul here in Austin, Texas, who owns mm-hmm. a real estate company. He's now 30 years old and uh, he was just featured in Forbes uh, about six months ago and he's worth 1.2 billion. Oh, wow. 20 years old, 10 years ago, he started with nothing. In fact, he dropped out of college and decided, I want to go into real estate. And he did it. I mean, 10 years later, he's 30 years old, and he was featured in Forbes, uh, I believe, 30 at 30. Um, and he's worth $1.2 billion. And, you know, that's just one of the success stories that we have found that inspired us um, that absolutely this is, this is achievable. There's no but doubt. Just about like it. you said, just like you said, it speaks to a very particular mindset. Cause you've mentioned that, you know, you grew up in a mentality and a mindset and an education, basically a, a, an environment where you had to fend for yourself. You had to think for yourself. You had to think fast on your feet and you had to basically know how am I going to do this and make it happen. So you don't just drop out of school just like that and say like, you know what? Okay, let's, let, let's make it, let's make 1.2 billion. No, I'm guessing that that individual as well has one thirst for success and achievement. And I know exactly what I want and I'm going to go get it. But, yeah. you know, it's it, you have to have the mindset to back it up. And now a lot yeah. of people, I think, jump too fast or too, or too hastily and don't take into consideration that, as you said, there's the powerful word. You need to put in the work. Yeah, you do have to put in the work. And we have seen, you know, over our careers where, People do jump in, uh, like you said, too hastily, and they just they don't really think it through. And it's great to have vision, uh, but you have to have plan of action. Mm-hmm. You know, you you really have to kind of map everything out, and you really have to know what you're doing. You can't just sit on your couch and say, "I'm going to become a multimillionaire." It just doesn't work like that. Um, and we've seen people who are extremely hard workers too that have struggled to accomplish their goals. And it's because they weren't organized in their own thoughts. And that's what we have really, you know, set out to do over the last few years are recognize our friends that we believe have extreme talent and ability are hard workers and sit them down and help them organize the the, the visions and the thoughts in their heads so that they really can accomplish, um, you know, the the, the dreams they've always wanted to. and, And we're happy to say that a lot of them have at this point. Mm-hmm. So that that in itself feels great, you know. So it's a it's a good thing uh, that you bring that you bring that up. You set your goal for yourself to journey to five hundred million. But you know, someone for someone else, it could be like, you know what, I want to buy my own house next year, or you know what, I want to get my kids through college. You have to focus on your goals. You can't be, you know, it's nice to you know follow Christopher's journey as an inspiration or a guide, but you know what, you need to focus on you. And I That's think right. a lot of people, again, um, misconstrue that sometimes. Again, they want to, they just want somebody else's goals as opposed to focusing on themselves. I wonder right. if you could focus, you know, touch on that just a little bit. Well, I, I think that you do have to be your own person. You have to know your own abilities. Um, I think you have to understand your own beliefs in yourself and your own limitations, you know. And that being said... I don't feel like anyone's limited for anything, but if you're not willing to, to, to put in the work, then there are limitations. And so, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where, like you said, whether you want to buy a house or you want to buy a new car, it all starts with, with one thing, and that's a thought. And, you know, 
as long as you realize that, okay, this is a great idea and this is what I want to do, and you put your mind to it, you really can accomplish it, regardless of, of what level you're at. And, um, but you have to know who you are. I mean, it's true. You really have to know yourself and, you know, you have to realize how much fight and determination you have in yourself because if you start the journey knowing that you really don't have the ability to kind of finish the journey and reach the destination, then there's no point of even starting at all. You know, if, if you're very adamant and you know, and you're like, look, man, I've got a solid year in me. I know I can do this. And, and then I've got to get back to work. Well, you know, plan everything around that, you know, really give yourself a year um, to, to go out and then, you know, accomplish the opportunities you've set for yourself. So you have to be realistic about your abilities and your expectations. You, you, you do. I mean, you can be a dreamer, but you do have to be realistic. You know, have we ever made $500 million? No, but we've, we've been extremely successful in our lives and, and we've mm-hmm. done well, but we realize that we're fighters and we can do anything we want to do. And since we set this goal, we know we'll finish. We just, we're not quitters. We will never stop until we get to that 10 year mark. And that is why we believe that we can do it, you know, and you have to be a fighter, Mm -hmm. you know, dreams don't happen overnight. You know, the whole thing of, uh, you know, overnight success, there is no overnight success behind that curtain is somebody who has been working hard and, you know, for years and years or months, whatever it might be, to accomplish those goals. People just see the end game. They don't, they don't really see the journey. And that's what we're hoping to accomplish with all this is to document the entire process from day one. I mean, every day we're pulling out our, our phones and just filming ourselves and, and talking on camera and, you know, started our own podcast simply to kind of every week touch on what we've experienced and what we're doing to, to show everybody really what it takes you know, blood, sweat, and tears, and trial and error, and failures with success. And if you're willing to, you know, embark on that type of journey, and you're not going to quit, because, you know, success doesn't come with quitting, it just doesn't, you know, there are failures, but you just never quit, you keep going. And if you're willing to do that, you really can accomplish anything you want to. So there is a, so I was going to ask you that because a lot of people were going, coming back again to, you know, the insecurities of, you know, what if I fail? But I think that's part of it. That is part of the formula because there's absolutely no question that there will be roadblocks and there will be setbacks. Yeah. You know, I even made a post the other day. I was kind of test people and I said, what would you set out to do if you know you couldn't fail? And it really was a test. I just wanted to see how people responded. And people, oh, I would do this, and oh, my God, I would go do this, and I would move here, and I would do this. And my response, my reply to every one of their comments was, do it anyway. I mean, do, do it anyway. If that's really I did reply. I did reply life. on that post because for, for me it was just write a book because I've been, I've been wanting to write a book. Since I, but, you know, everybody says that, right? Write a book. But, again, like writing because a lot of my friends are writers or screenwriters, and they're like, you know, you just need, you just put, need to put writing a manuscript as important yeah. as going to work, you know, as showering. You need to put in that time because you're not going to write it in a second, but you need to yeah. put in some commitment. Yeah. Well, it's funny, you know, like even a book, you know, Again, that's that's kind of one of those things where like, oh, my God, you know, they're looking at a, a finished product and they're like, oh, you know, just it seems so impossible. But there's so much information available to everyone that if you go online, you can buy a book that teaches you actually how to write a book and how to accomplish getting it published. And when you read it and you realize how easily you can accomplish that, and I'm not saying writing a book is easy by any means, but once you learn how it's structured and how it's broken down and what you have to accomplish to put it together, you mm-hmm. realize that it's not like this impossible task. You just have to give yourself the opportunity and you have to provide yourself the time to actually go after it. And no doubt, I believe that you are going to write that book. And I do appreciate it. Your, your comment on that. And it was really interesting to see, you know, what everyone said. But again, it was just my response was do it anyway. You know, it's true. It's true. The fear of failure. Cool. Just do it anyway. 
we're so focused because again, and if I'm going to take this podcast as an example, because um, when I started out, because I, this, was, this wasn't the first version, it was like version 0.1, where again, I mention this all the time because it's so true what you're saying and it really speaks to it because for me, the first time you're just trying to be too, for, too perfect, you're trying to have the right audio, you're trying to have the right sequence, you're just trying to take out all the noise and everything, but what happened? First of all, it took way too long to publish episodes, and I was like too perfectionist. But now with this one, I'm just having fun, and I'm just enjoying, and I'm learning, and I'm perfecting my craft, and I'm making bumps, and I'm not recording. But this is fun, and it's a learning process, and it's, you know, quote, unquote, it's a journey. It's a journey. I'm, I'm really learning on every yeah. process. This is my personal little little sh- niche here, but it's, it's yeah. a great example, you know? It's but all part it's, of it, and, and when you embrace it, it is so much more fun. You know, be human. Uh, allow yourself to be human. Have humility. Be willing to make mistakes in front of people. And don't be so self-conscious about it. Just realize that it, it's a part of everything that's going on because when people like you and I set out to do these things, we're already doing more than what most people are willing to put themselves out to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, finding humor in your mistakes. I mean, Will and I, every time, we're constantly laughing at each other. You know, we get on camera and things just get twisted sometimes. They don't come out right. And we'll have a good laugh out of it. And and that's how it should be. I think people, I think people in today's days, they they really appreciate someone who's authentic Mm -hmm. Uh, because every, everything on TV is just, it's so fake and twisted and the perfect version of ourselves. Yes, man. I mean, social media, people aren't posting all the negative. They're, they're presenting themselves in the best light possible um, and they're playing up their own facade and image. And um, when you realize that and you realize that who you feel are the most perfect people have endless flaws um, and they're, they're just as human as you are, you know, I think it helps people relax and, and um, helps them, you know, to, to just be themselves. And you certainly should be yourself. Don't try to you be, be yourself. Else. Be yourself. Yeah. You're a parent. I'm a parent. And, you know, I was just asking, since again, you, you've mentioned how you grew up in a very, in an environment where, you know, you have to fend for yourself. And as parents, we always want, you know, to teach our kids the best values to actually go out there and actually like, you know, have better circumstances than we did. I'm just asking for you, you know, from one parent to another, what are the nuggets that we can teach? Because I have two very young children. So I'm always asking, okay, what are the nuggets that, you know, that were important for right now? Because this generation, I don't want to sound all foggy, but at the same time, you always want to arm your children for what's coming you know in terms of resilience in terms of my my daughter had an emotional meltdown you know it was like this afternoon because i wouldn't let her watch her show but i'm like you know what would you would you get over it kid like seriously but is it just me or is it i just don't understand her it's just like sometimes it's just it's really confusing but yeah well i mean my daughters are 10 and 12 now and so they're starting to enter that age where uh independence is everything to them and they don't want to listen to me. And even though they have great respect for me, they've seen the things I've done and, and who I work with. And, and so I feel like there's a different level of respect, but sometimes you, you have to allow them to live their own lives and make their own mistakes. And so, you know, my daughters have tested me at times. Like my youngest daughter came to me and she said, would you be okay if I dyed my hair purple? And I'm like, that's not really what I want to see you do, but like, if that's what you want to do, I would support that. I don't think your mm-hmm. school is going to be okay with that. I don't think your school is going to let you do that. But, you know, if that's something that's truly important to you and you're not harming anybody with your decision, then, then I will support that because I want you to, to, to be independent. I want you to be who you truly are. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, I also knew ways to help prevent that from happening. (laughs) (laughs) I think there are other things that we can do to help you, you know, accomplish what it is that that you're looking for. And, and, and and I sat down and taught her about being independent and um, forming her own personal identity. And, and I think what she was looking for is to stand out. Uh, Mm -hmm. What I recognized was a desire for her, to be different from the other kids around her. And Mm -hmm. so I I felt that it was a great learning lesson for both of us. And I was able, you know, in my opinion, to, 
to help her accomplish that without doing something so crazy and, and drastic, which is like, hey, hey, look at me. My hair's purple, everyone, you know, and um, I don't I don't think that you have to do such extreme things in life to stand out as an individual, to stand out as a person, you know, I think you, you really need to be in touch person. with yourself. Yeah, we need I we need to have that dialogue. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kids are funny. Because it's right now, that's the, th that's the thing with social media. And again, this is something that we're saying, that people are saying, that we're noticing and we keep repeating. There's a lot of comparison. There's a lot of like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And it's like, okay, amongst the noise and the scrollings of the Instagrams of the world, how do we stand out? So, okay, let's start, let's dye our hair purple. But, right. you know, yeah. it's, it's important to have that dialogue with our kids and then let them understand that, you know, as long as you're okay with who you are and you know that you're loved, and you know you're in a safe space, a safe environment. I will give you that 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 sense of purpose and that sense of worth that you don't need to seek elsewhere. You know, and that's thank you for that. I really appreciate it because that's just hearing you say that. I'm like, huh, not how I would have dressed. I probably would have like you know would have blown a gasket at some point. But you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. there are there are wiser and calmer ways to address the situation. So I'm taking I, notes. I think with me in general, you know, the way that we grew up, our parents really pushed back on us. Now, given, you know, there were four boys in the house, my poor parents, you know, but we really were kind of wild and, um, you know, we we did things intentionally to, to rile them up. Didn't realize mm -hmm. it at the time, but certainly do now. And so now I, I kind of recognize things when, when my daughters are pushing my buttons. Sometimes they don't even realize it, but they're trying to get a response out of me. And what they, what they really want from me is my attention mm -hmm. and they just don't know how to ask for it sometimes because, you know, life's busy, especially with everything that we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. We're always on the goal. And, and I think this is, you know, translates to kind of anybody in life and you have to, you have to learn to ask for the things that you want in life. And, uh, and instead of acting out, you know, you really have to kind of understand yourself and and um, what it is you desire and and figure out a way to ask for it, whether it's your parents or, you know, we're very spiritual. So I always talk about the universe because we're always, you know, mm -hmm. manifesting what we so want, putting out the vibration and, you know, and um, once you learn how to ask for the things that you want and learn how to reward yourself for working hard you can accomplish so much. And, and those are the lessons that I'm trying to teach my, my daughters right now. I mean, I've read thinking grow rich to them. Um, I read, I read a lot of self empowerment books to them. Mm -hmm. And, um, I feel like they are, are definitely kind of ahead of their time a little bit and have a, a different understanding of life and purpose and, 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 you know, than most kids do. And I'm, I'm trying to give them a head start. I'm trying to ensure that they don't have the growing pains that I did growing up. It's important. And, it's important. Um, it's important because yeah. right now, even uh, even I can risk to totally, you know, empathize with that because, you know, I grew up in Haiti, Port-au-Prince, you know. Again, it's just like, you know, it's a different environment. So when you come to North America and, you know, you realize what people, you know, are basically getting upset about and you're really raising your eyebrows like, really? <laughs> So you don't want to you don't want to sound sarcastic, but having children of my own now and I'm like, you know what, I have had opportunities and I'm in now in a position to appreciate the very important essential things in life. And I want you to have that that forethought and I want you to have that clarity to understand that, you know, you can do so much more. And, you know, if I've gotten to this point to have children of my own. And I just want them to understand that sky's the limit. I constantly, just like you guys, there, she pushes my buttons all the time. But behind that also is a lot of care, is a lot of understanding, is a lot of listening. And I want, you know, it's important to always speak that truth into our children's mind to understand that they have the opportunities, they have the dedication, and they have, you know, the willpower to actually make their life happen in any which way they want. It's their script. We have to re reinforce that. Yeah. And you have such a story yourself, you know, when you talk about coming over to the States from, from Haiti, I mean, you know, I can only imagine the difficulties that you experienced and, you know, those experiences in life really help shape you as a person and you can either let it destroy you as a person and you can be a victim or you can let it empower you and you can be a survivor. And that's one of the, the oh, yeah. other things that I always 
tell not only my children, but my friends, I'm like, man, don't, don't be a victim, be a survivor, you know, take all your life experiences and, and let them empower you. And this is how you can do it. You know, open yourself up and realize that these were all lessons that were meant to taught you something bigger in life. And if you leverage them, you know, you know, it's the sky's the limit, you know, or you can just shut down and say, I was dealt a bad hand in life. And, you know, poor me, I didn't grow up with wealthy parents, you know, it's always easy to just jump on that bandwagon as always. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy because you always want to justify that by your circumstances or you can actually be, you can actually make your life happen because of them or actually, you know, overcome them, but despite them, you know, it's important to actually make the difference because it's your choice. You mentioned choice really early on because it starts with a thought. What do you want out of this? What do you want for yourself and how are you going to make it happen? Yeah. And it is your choice. That's, that's the thing a lot of people don't realize, you know, what you do in life, it is your choice. Your decisions define who you become in life and, and what you decide that you want for yourself. It is choice. You know, and I've seen so many people just kind of be loose and walk through life and just, you know, don't know who they are and don't know what they want. And that's not going to accomplish anything. You know, you you definitely have to um, have an understanding of who you are. You you, you have to learn who you are. Right. That, that's the mm-hmm. big thing, too, is a lot of people don't take the time to gain self-awareness or to put them in a position to be aware of their own growth. And I cannot express how important that is. You, you know, you have to, you have to understand your own bullshit sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to, you have to be able to look within and look at the mirror and call yourself out and say, yeah, you know, that, that wasn't great. That, that really wasn't cool what I did. And and I knew learn from that and I can be better. I can Mm -hmm. be a better human. You know, I deserve better for myself. And, um, those are great ways to, you know, a path of self-empowerment. I'm definitely on board with that because uh, just like you, I really do believe in energy and it's all not just about the energy that's around you. Like, you know, your coworkers, your family members, uh, the traffic or anything. It's also about the energy that you put out because it all radiates from you. It ripples out and it all comes from within. If you're not at peace from within, you're also putting out angst. You're putting out anxiety. You're putting out fear. You're putting out frustration. You need to analyze and come to terms with how you feel. And it might not be pretty, but you need to be honest about that that's what i'm hearing from you yeah absolutely and it's so true um a lot of people don't they don't understand energy they don't understand vibration they don't realize that what they're putting out they're attracting Mm -hmm. good and bad you know that's the thing good and bad so um being of a positive mindset Mm-hmm. And again, always being, you know, uh, full of gratitude and uh, um, being accepting of your opportunities for whatever they are and learning from them. You know, leverage everything as a learning experience to grow from your whole, just your energy does change. You you really start putting out a different vibration and you start attracting the things that you prefer and desire in life. Um, and a great book is... Um, uh, Psycho-Cybernetics uh, is a fantastic book for someone who feels that they need help to achieve that happiness in life and to change their mindset. And um, such a powerful book, man. I, I hope that you'll pick that one up. I'm going yeah, to look for it. I never read it, but thank you for putting it out. I'm definitely going to look for it. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I've seen that really completely change people's you know, attitude and demeanor and mindset and, and realize, okay, well, I just needed a little help. I just needed someone to help, you know, change my path a little bit and, 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 and show me a a positive, uh, a new and positive way. You know, people just need help sometimes. Again, sometimes you just need that push. You just need that push because sometimes you just don't understand how powerful that, you know, just a little nudge, just a little inch forward, because again, you you don't have all the answers. It's impossible, but you need to be hold yourself accountable. Like, okay, I'm committed enough. And again, ra- uh, energy radiates energy. People yeah. recognize like-minded, 
dedicated people. And again, along your journey, you will find people who are going to recognize your efforts and actually, you know what? You could let me help you out on that one. And it, you just have to show them the commitment. It radiates. I genuinely believe that, that it radiates. At some point, you will find help. You will find your tribe, as I like to say. Yeah. You know, and going back to the journey to 500 million, it's like mm-hmm. our goal is to reach and build a $500 million financial portfolio by August 2028. Mm-hmm. But the journey, again, is so much more than that. I mean, what we're doing along the way, our focus is helping people. It's it's not accumulating wealth for ourselves. The whole idea of this is to build a platform in which we can help people. And we don't do that in 10 years once we have the $500 million. Mm-hmm. We, we start that now. In fact, we're already forming a nonprofit right now mm-hmm. that we will start funding and leveraging to help people right now. I mean, a lot of this starts in 2019. Right now, we're in the developmental phase. We are building it. But 2019 truly is kind of the launch of everything. The launch pad? People mm-hmm. are, yeah, they're going to really start seeing th- some things happening. I mean, uh, Durst Lacanto, the digital marketing company, was the mm-hmm. first step in building all of this. And uh, that is how we will drive our first revenues that are going to fund this ambitious plan. But again, the whole idea is to help people. And so you don't wait until the 10 years is over and then start helping. That starts now. And as we it reach out, one. We, it does. And as we start helping people now, we're putting off the vibration and the energy that we want to. And we're, we're going to get it back. You it know? ripples. And as we need things, we're going to be able to put it out. And when people start following the journey, it's inevitable if, if you put something out and say, hey, we really need this or we're trying to figure this out, people are going to jump in and say, oh, I can help you with this or I know somebody you know, that can help you accomplish that. And mm-hmm. it takes a community. You know, it truly does. It takes a community. Obviously, it takes a village. You can't do this alone. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And um, so rewarding, man. Man, so, so exciting. Rewarding. So exciting. We're so, we're so humbled by the whole thing. You know, we really it's amazing. I'm saying just, you know, just me just reacting to this and just wanting to have you on the program, just basically just to touch on, I know we're just all really superficially, but we're just barely scratched the surface as they say, but it's definitely something that for me, at least is resonating on something. First of all, a venture of both truth, honesty, service, and just a sense of genuine purpose. And that's something that can only take you with your resilience, your dedication. I wish you guys nothing but, you know, the utmost success. Like, you know, I will see you in 10 years and we're going to talk about this again. Seriously. It's just like, it's amazing, an amazing journey. Well, we'll, we'll definitely be seeing each other in person throughout this journey too. You know, Definitely, definitely. Will and I love connecting with people that come around because we believe that nothing is a coincidence. People are People come into your life for a reason, and, and sometimes you might not understand what that is for a long period of time, but as soon as we recognize that someone is positive and has great energy and they're just a great human being, we really kind of embrace them and we pull them into our circle, and, um, it, you know, it's, it's about collaborating, it is. And um, pushing each other. And one of the things we always do is when friends come to us with an idea, the first thing we tell them is, or we ask them, is, is this really what you want to do? And they say, yeah. First thing we tell them is, well, we believe in you. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we believe that you can accomplish this if this is what you want to do. And as long as you're committed to doing it, we will help you because we believe in you. And, man, that will completely change somebody by just hearing those words. You know, it's very powerful. You need to plant that seed of confidence and, you know, value. Because, again, we're not looking for the validation, but it it doesn't hurt, you know, just to know that, you know, you have somebody's support, you have somebody's recognition, you have somebody's, you know, thumbs up. This We're not talking about likes here. We're talking of somebody who's generally putting out energy of appreciation and recognition for your efforts. And that's something that this is me sending it to you guys with all appreciation and sincerity. This is a terrific venture, and I wish you guys nothing but the utmost success. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I know we're cutting up on top of the hour. I'm not going to let you, like, you know, get back to your life. But, hey, um, as I like to tell everyone, um, this is sincerely, for me, it's a true honor 
again, over the years, uh, I've, you know, just been a big fan of your photography. And I'm not just saying that yet again. I'm probably fangirling. But it is uh, something that, you know, I truly enjoy. Um, it was purely by coincidence. You know, I just, you know, like, you know, I'm just basically probably putting put this, the, the, uh, the story really quick for people who don't know. Um, I, uh, back in the day, uh, basically a friend hired me just to just, you know, cover a band uh, for a gig at the local pub here in Montreal. I had never shot a band in my life, Googled up rock band photography and two photographers stood out. One being Todd Oyoung of, uh, com, and another guy by the name of Christopher Durst. And ever since I saw that website and the terrific work he was putting out, found him on Facebook, followed him on Twitter, followed his photography all over the place, sent out, you know, just a little nudge, hi, like. But it was, uh, you know, something that, you know, so, you know, the, in this world of Google, for someone to get lost in the noise is so easy. But for someone's work to resonate with you, you want to acknowledge it. So thank you for the inspiration. And uh, I really want to... Uh, Really want to applaud you for everything you do, and uh, of course, I'll definitely link up to uh, all your uh, all your web presence over the interwebs. But where can f- people find you? Where can we keep in touch with the journey? Oh, if you just look up my name, Christopher Durst, you'll find the socials, and and every social platform has a direct link to everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, at JT five hundred M is the handlebar for the journey to five hundred million. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Instagram set up, Twitter set up. There's a Facebook page, and we're Definitely. just getting warmed up. We're just getting started. I'll make it make it available on the blog post once this episode goes live. Um, when we leave off, I always like to open up the floor to the guest as a parting word, a kind thought, call to action, or even a quote that you know we can lead the listeners with. Like you know, wake up tomorrow morning and take you know that one you know that one step closer to their next level. And uh, what, what can we leave the, the listeners with? For me, as I always tell people, fear is a liar. You know, do what you want to do in life. Pursue your dreams at all costs. You know, just live your life. Be happy. You know, to truly feel fulfilled in life, uh, there's there's just no greater accomplishment than just doing what inspires you. And that's what we just tell people. Just pursue what inspires you. Pursue what sets your soul on fire. If it makes you happy, go after it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, Christopher. So appreciated. So much wisdom, so much genuine worth. Man, such an amazing conversation. Guys, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for this wonderful episode. Thank you for this wonderful exchange. He is Christopher Durst at ChristopherDurst.com. Definitely all the links will be available on the blog post for this episode. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to this new episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Thank you so much to you guys for all your support. Always leave us a comment at awakentheawesome at gmail.com. And you guys always keep on your journey. Stay resilient, stay happy, and stay awesome. Have a terrific evening. Thank you, my friend.